Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. Hooey, baby. Uh, today is going to be fun. This, again, I, I say this every week. My favorite episode of the week is the game scouting report, preview, predictions, bets of the week episode where we just dive in. Uh, usually one of our longer episodes, but I'm so excited about this. We're going to be detailing everything 49ers versus Chargers. We've had our crossover episodes. We've got our scouting reports, um, detailed film breakdowns up on Patreon. We've got all that. You pile it all together with a little bit of mixed in Coach Cruz, who does some wonderful work, and we have today's episode. So we're going to be getting through a lot. So let's jump in. I'm so excited about this. Now, the second half run starts now for the 49ers. This is it. You you went through the trials and tribulations of all the injuries, and I know injuries are going to always continue. Uh, you know, just Jason Verrett, freaking love that dude. Feel so bad, sick to my stomach still on what he's been through, and it just breaks my freaking heart. Um, that's just the truth of the story. It, it sucks so bad seeing that dude get hurt, but you move on, and you know it, it's part of life. Unfortunately, that you know sometimes things don't go your way, and you just got to move on. You, you got to move on, and so. It sucks. Now, having said that, 49ers are playing a team that are much less healthy than the 49ers are. When was the last time the 49ers were not the most injured team? And again, I cannot recall an event taking place. I really, really can't. Chargers are beat up. They're beat up bad. We're going to detail that. Um, now they do have some freaking studs. Justin Herbert, I think is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Austin Eckler, I think he's a top three running back in the NFL. Derwin James, I think he's a top three defensive back in the NFL. Like they've got some studs still that are playing, but they're missing way more studs. Uh, I think the second best left tackle in the NFL, he's out. Joey Bosa, the second best Bosa in the NFL, he's out. Um, and their best defensive tackle, he's out. Uh, their best corner, he's out. Like uh, their best two wide receivers, they're out and more. It's a rough one. Um, and so there, there's a lot of, and I hate using this term. Usually I don't want to apply it to an individual by themselves, but there's a lot of Jags on this team. Just another guy. They are just filling this roster. 
and you look at their draft, they have sixth and seventh round draft picks from this year starting all over this team, all over this team. Now, the, the teams have similar stories with their 2022 seasons thus far. Uh, the 49ers are in second place in their division. So are the Chargers. The 49ers are one and a half games back uh, behind Seattle. Uh, the Chargers are one game back from Kansas City. And so, you know, they're, they're both in the playoffs. If the playoffs were to start today, both these teams would be in there. And neither one of these teams have lived up to the potential. A lot of that's injuries again. But you look at this Chargers team, and they're 5-3. and three. That's a good football team in today's NFL. Um, let, let's go through all of their results. Okay, they beat the Raiders by 5, lost to the Chiefs by 3. Maybe their best game of the year was a loss. Then after that, they imploded. Lost to the Jags by 28. Uh, by far one of the worst losses for any team across the NFL so far this season. But the Chargers did this last year, too. You remember last year they got blown out by the Texans. Um, and Texans were awful last year. And then they played us uh, after that. Um, we are sorry. We played the Texans after that. Um, then they beat the Texans this year by 10. Beat the Browns by 2. Beat the Broncos by 3. Lost to the Seahawks by 14. And then beat the Falcons by 3 in their most recent game uh tommy what's up tommy we've already been talking today he, he's struggling that i think that jason red injury uh hit tommy pretty hard uh thank you for the gift i love this dude man he says if we come out flat and beat ourselves that equals loss you're exactly correct you're exactly correct um that it, you've got to take care of your own business you got to um you're the better team you're the better coaching staff you're the better uh, skill position players, you got better everywhere except for the quarterback position. But you should win this game. And that's why they're touchdown favorites, according to Vegas. David said, who was that wide receiver that ever played? Jalen Hurd? Yeah, that one still hurts, man. I was such a big uh, Jalen Hurd guy. I, I really was. I, I liked him a lot. I, again, this is, you know, making fun of myself. I had him ranked one spot ahead Debo in that draft in the wide receiver draft. I loved him. Um, I, I was too low on Debo and too high on Hurd. Um, I, I hated that, that we never got to see him play. It, it still bothers me. And he's not anywhere in the NFL. It's pretty much done. Injuries? Yeah. Anyway. Now, if you just look at the Chargers, they're 24th in points um, allowed. They allow 25.8 points per game. That's not good. This defense is not good. It's the worst run defense in a decade. Offensively, they're 18th in points scored. They're averaging 23 points a game. So right at average. Um, but they've struggled without all their stud wide receivers in there. It's changed their offense almost completely. Now, the Chargers, their last game that we saw them, they beat the Falcons by three. Well, the 49ers are coming off a of bye week, and it was perfectly timed. Here's Shanahan talking about how they attack the bye week. I've been on teams that you try to reinvent the wheel during the bye week, and all you do is miss your opportunity to catch up on sleep, and you die out in a few days. Um, I've feel with players and coaches the best thing you can do is get away um it's, i think it's harder when um that's why i hate the bye week when it's like week three week four because you're not ready quite yet we, we needed to get away a little physically and mentally and you always look at stuff you do it for two days hard before you go with the players and when you're alone for that long you always have airplane rides or stuff you look at but um, the main thing is when you come back you are you're itching to come back and people are itching to get you out of their house too and it's not really how you felt the day before the bye week and so it's everyone's got a lot of energy and you're fresh to go and we're ready to grind again 
Ready to grind again, baby. Uh, the, the slogan of the 49ers Rush podcast probably should be that. Man, we I did six shows yesterday. Uh, guest appearances, Patreon stuff, all that. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a busy week. The grind is for real, and I love it. I'm addicted to it. Uh, this is this is absolutely incredible. Now, if we look at a snap, there, there's so many different ways to try to diagnose a team on where they're successful and not. There's big picture. There's overall stats. There's snap by snap analytics. There's film. There's all the records, all, all that stuff. And so what we want to do is we want to try to get as many snapshots or pictures to diagnose this team um, and pro football focus. You know, they're a snap by snap basis where they rank these different units. So the Chargers, here we go. Overall, from Pro Football Focus, the Chargers are 28th. Overall team play, um, not good on a snap-by-snap basis. They do have so many explosive plays, however, it makes up for that, and that's why their record is what it is. A lot of negative plays, offensively and defensively, consistent negative plays. But, man, they get huge explosives, which PFF kind of fails in their analytical approach of kind of Given the appropriate weight to those types of plays, offense, they're 24th, defense, they're 26th, special teams, they're 18th. Now let's look at the 49ers. Overall, they're 13th, offense, 14th, defense, 6th, special teams, dead, last, 32nd in the NFL. Ah, that hurts. And so, you know, there's, I mean, you look at the record, yeah, no doubt the Chargers can win. They won four out of five which is impressive, but the better team is the 49ers. And, you know, I, I want to take a quick, I want to jump back to something we did earlier in this week. Wayne and I, um, and we did this even on our Patreon bonus extra show with Ant from 49ers Cutback, who's freaking incredible. If you haven't listened to 49ers Cutback, go subscribe to that show immediately. But uh, we did our top eight most important 49ers moving forward. And this offseason, we had um, eight-year-old freaking Sammy came on um, Instagram. You can find him, the mind of Sammy. He sent in a video detailing his eight most important 49ers moving forward. I thought this video was incredible, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Hey, John, these are my eight most important 49ers. Number one, I'll say Trent Williams. Number two, Nick Bolsa. Number three, Christian McCaffrey. Number four, Brandon Ayuk. Number five, Jimmy Garoppolo. Number six, Fred Warner. Number seven, Charverius Ward. Number eight, George Kittle. Because I think they really protect their team on winning. Dude, how cool is that? I didn't even ask him to send that in. He just, you know, he wanted to, and he talked to his dad. Shout out to Biddy, uh, great friend of the show, supporter of the show. Sent that in, and man, I just that kid is going places, man. He is incredible. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's just such a good kid. You probably recognize him. He's on all the AT and T commercials with Lily and stuff. Uh, he, he's all over the place. Home Depot. The kids, kids, incredible. Uh, but I thought it was good because, again, this fan base, man, imagine when you were eight. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I used to have to watch Sports Center for an hour straight to get a one-minute maybe clip on the 49ers. And once I saw it, it was the best part of my day. And then I would re-watch the same episode just so I could get that one minute again, right? Because there was no niche-specific coverage of our teams especially me growing up in dallas it was never talked about the 49ers on local radio couldn't find those things now we live in this world you just go to youtube you could listen to 49ers content creators 24 hours a day non-stop and i know a lot of you do uh but which is awesome and so like it, I, I freaking i just love 
this community. I love the way we're heading and little guys like Sammy and other people out there, they are going to be so much more knowledgeable and so much more. They're going to be better than this group. These old guys like myself who are doing this now. It's incredible. I'm so excited uh, about the future of this fan base. I love it. I love it. Um, now, yeah, I love this. Kali says, man, I wish we had a 49ers Twitter when I was younger. Yeah, it's incredible, man. I, I this it, It's fun. It's fun. Um, I'll say that. Now, let's talk the Chargers head coach. Brandon Staley came over from the Rams, wonder kid, one year as D.C. He was an offensive guy, then he moved to defense. Now he's back to offense, kind of. A lot of scrutiny, um, 14 and 11, second year head coach, um, running the Rams defense from 2020, which if we look at that game, it's quite interesting. Um, the 49ers won both those games and they put up some pretty good yards. One of them, Jimmy G played in the other one. He got injured and Nick Mullins played in Jimmy G put up 390 yards and, um, Nick Mullins put up 345 yards in those. And it's the same style defense. There's a reason why the 49ers have had so much success against the Rams. It's a philosophical attacking point of this offense, the 49ers offense against the Chargers defense. And guess what? We've got that set up um, again this week. Now, if you want to see the film and kind of what they're trying to do and successfully and not, we've got that set up for you. That's over at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast, or just Google 49ers and Patreon. It's the very first one that shows up and also got to put this out there. Uh, we do have our Zoom hangout coming um, this weekend after the game. So the game ends. We're going live on YouTube, uh, whether it's a celebration or therapy session. That's up to the 49ers. Once we finish our live show, we're going over to Zoom where I get to hear from you, um, where you guys tell me how you feel. And we just kind of hang out and we go through that together. Very, very excited about that. So that's going to be this Sunday uh, if you want to come join that. Now, let, let's go through the injuries. Uh, we already talked about Jason Verrett. Uh, it breaks my heart. Debo, he's questionable, but he's good to go. Kyle Juszczyk's back. Jawan Jennings back. Drake Greenlaw was limited, but I fully expect him to play. Armstead's probably the only one that I do not expect to play this week. I think one more week. Aziz is back in full. Colton McKivitz is back in full. Elijah Mitchell's back in full. I mean, you're just getting all these guys. Now, let's look at the other team. And this is where it gets kind of gross. They just cut their former first-round pick from 2019, defensive tackle uh, Jerry Tillery. Now, I don't want to pick up that contract. Um even though it's only like a million, a defensive tackle that is getting cut from one of the worst run-stopping teams in NFL history, not really somebody that I really want um, on my roster. As a practice squad guy, sure, I would love to. Do I want him on the active roster? I do not. Uh, I got a lot of questions. Should we pick him up? Should we pick him up? Uh, you know, it's a major position of weakness. Well, guess what? It's a giant position of weakness for them too, and they're saying so long. Like, that's how bad it's been. Inside li uh, linebacker Chris Rumpf was limited. Their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, has not practiced all week. Keenan Allen has not practiced all week. Uh, Trey Pipkins, their offensive tackle, their backup offensive tackle that's forced to start, has not practiced all week. Austin Johnson, their best defensive tackle, uh, he got moved to IR this week. Mike Williams did not practice all week. Um, Donald Parham Jr., their tight end, just got put on IR. Um, their backup, backup 
tight end. Stone Smart just came off IR. I think there's a chance he could start. J.C. Jackson, their corner they paid a lot of money for on IR. Joshua Kelly could come back, but he's still on IR. Rashawn Slater, IR. Joey Bosa, IR. It's bad. They're they're a mess, man. They are a mess. And Samson Ebukam, you know, I I did uh, mention him. He got injured on Monday. I do not expect him to play. And I think the activation of Jordan Willis uh, speaks to that. So, yeah, it's going to be Charles Menehue. It's going to be Drake. I love this. Team Cali says it's Drake Jackson's time to shine. I hope he gets more snaps. I really do. I hope him and Menehue just rotate series. That's what I want to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Is our defense on a decline? I do not. Did they have two bad games against the Chiefs and the Falcons? Yes, they did. But then you came back out and you shut down, completely shut down the Rams offense. So you're coming off a good week. You're getting a lot of players back. Listen to all those players I just announced coming back. Two linebackers coming back. It's going to make a difference. It really, really is. Um, So let's talk about the Chargers. And Kyle Shanahan mentioned this because last year, they played the Chargers in preseason, and we did our joint practices with them. And so the question was asked, man, do you feel like you have a little bit of a feel because you practiced, you had lots of joint practices with them, basically scrimmages last year, and what his thoughts on the Chargers are? I mean, they were just getting going, um, but we were real familiar with them with, um, you know, Brandon being with L.A. the year before and playing them twice. So it was a real good week. We all got good work, um, as good a work as we got as we got. And so I think both teams enjoyed it a lot. Uh, we weren't on each other's schedule, so we weren't too worried about much. But, um, you know, a year later, I can see that they've added some guys and they're a really good team. And Derwin, I mean, I think as highly of Derwin as any safety in this league. I mean, he is... Um, he was that good coming out in college. I mean, he was a guy we really liked, and um, everything he's done at the Chargers has just kind of been ex- as expected. Yeah, um, and so Derwin James is unbelievable. Now, if we look at the series, the history of the Fort Ayers versus Chargers, you, you got to start with the amazing Super Bowl blowout win, which, you know, as chubby young John Chapman, probably one of the top sports moments of my entire life. Uh, was that game. Uh, 49ers just blowing out the Chargers. Probably number one all-time was uh, I was lucky enough to go to the uh, the Rose Bowl game. Uh, my Longhorns, I got to see Vince Young destroy USC. I was there at that game. That was probably number one. But that that Chargers 49ers Super Bowl is up there. You know, I was just sitting in my living room by myself because my family left uh, because I was talking so much trash during that game. They were all Cowboys fans. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Now, they haven't played each other very often, only 15 times, and the Chargers actually have won more games. It's eight wins for the Chargers and seven wins for the 49ers, so it's close, but the 49ers have lost five matchups in a row. We don't play them often, right? Only 15 times, but the last two matchups were in 2018 where the 49ers lost by two points. Um uh, and that game was kind of weird. We lost uh, Chargers had 29. We had 27. It was Rivers versus CJ Beathard, baby, uh, who almost threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Brita led the team in rushing. Kittle led this team in receiving. Um, you know, Warner had 10 tackles. It was a lot. But if you go back to 2014, you know, the previous time we played that that I spent too much time this morning I woke up a little early I spent too much time going through that game in 2014 we lost in overtime by three that was Colin Kaepernick versus Philip Rivers um and you know Frank Gore had 158 yards rushing and a touchdown uh, you know I mean it was just 
Bolden was our leading receiver. Ah, it just brought back nostalgia, right? Just like washed over me. Uh, Even though the 49ers came up short, those were such good times. Um, Such good times. Um, Oh, look at Tommy. He's coming out throwing shots. Vic Chug was a bust. I'm pretty sure he was offensive rookie of the year and took his team to the playoffs. But I I do think you're right. You pick somebody that high and they refuse to uh, watch tape and all they do is go out and party at strip clubs instead of practicing. It's what's going to happen. I'm a big I think Vic Young is the greatest college football player of all time. I'm biased. I understand that. But uh, yeah, he, he flamed out. Unfortunately, work ethic matters. And one of the many reasons why I, I'm still Team Trey Lance, big time moving forward. Uh, work ethic matters, and that kid's got it. Um, so Davis says, yeah, that was a back and forth game. Yeah, Leonard was a bust as well. And I'll tell you this, I hate, you know, shout out to my Longhorns who play a big game this week against TCU. Uh, college game day is going to be down there. I hate watching Texas games, and the freaking people that are, like, previewing the game are Urban Meyer, Matt Leonard, Reggie Bush. This makes me feel disgusted. Like, I'm like, man, Vince Young beat all y'all. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, I digress. Um, now, I want to look at the Chargers draft this year because I think it tells a pretty big story. They have had to rely on that. Their first round pick, they went after Zion Johnson. He's played in eight games. He's been great. Um, he has lived up to the billing as a rookie. JT Woods, uh, their safety, he's played three games. Isaiah Spiller running back in the fourth round, not great. He's played in two games. He's probably going to see him some this week. Uh, Otito, their defensive tackle. Uh, Ogbonnier, uh, he's played in six games. Jamari Slater in the sixth round. He's their starter now. Um, offensive tackle. Jacer Taylor, defensive back in the sixth round. He's their starter now. Seventh round, Deion Leonard, defensive back, eight games played in. And then seventh round again, Xander Horvath, the running back, he's a special teamser. Like, they have to rely on everybody with all of their injuries. Uh, J.C. Jackson they brought in, paid ridiculous money to. He was bad, then got injured. Kyle Van Noy brought him back from the dead. He's starting. Um, he's been terrible. But he's starting. He's a savvy vet. We'll see what happens. DeAndre Carter brought in to be a kick returner. He's now their starting number one wide receiver because of the injuries. Khalil Mack, they traded. Sebastian Joseph Day, who has played great against the 49ers, he's had a really bad season as well. And Gerald Everett, who we've seen with the Rams and Seattle. Now we get to play him again. Um, you know, he's going to be out there as well. Now, let's go through the numbers. Um, and, and I see this mosquito killer, like heard their left tackle has not allowed a sack yet though. Yeah. Jameer, uh, Sawyer played well. And I remember going through his film. Um, I actually liked him quite a bit. I had him as a guard, but he stepped up and played really, really well. He was one of the guys I had ranked. I think, I think I had him as like a third or fourth rounder, but, um, yeah, he, he's played really, really well. Now, can he do that against Omenihu? Can he do that against Drake Jackson? Can he do that against Bosa? We'll see. Uh, we're going to see how that goes. Uh, let's focus on the defense, Chargers defense. Um, here's some ranks out of 32 teams, right? So keep that in mind. 12th in red zone percentage. Um, so about average. 23rd in rushing touchdowns allowed. That's not good for them. They have forced 11 turnovers in eight games. They're plus two in the total turnover ratio between their offense and defense, which is good. 14th passing yards allowed. 21st in total yards allowed. They're giving up 352 yards per game on average. That's a lot. 11th in pass yards allowed. 20th on third downs. Um, 32nd out of 32 teams. They allow 5.7 yards per rush. 
It's one of the worst numbers in the past decade for any team. It's worse than the NFL by far this year. And that's the thing. This Kyle Shanahan running game this year is probably the worst that he's had since he's been here. But now you got CMC, right? Now you got Debo. He's back too. Now you got Elijah Mitchell. He's back too. It's that's the narrative. This is the this is what the game is all about for me. Um, you got to be able to run the you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to run the ball against this defense. And if they're going to overcommit and stack the box, which they don't do, their defensive philosophy, their scheme, it's a shell. They run a cover two. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Quarter scheme, where they play two high safeties, probably as much as any other team in the NFL. Against Jimmy Garoppolo, that does not work. Jimmy doesn't attack deep. Uh, Jimmy attacks under and in the middle. So if they're going to stick with their philosophy, which I think Brendan Staley will, this ain't going to be a game. It's really, really not. 17th um, overall defensive DVOA, so they're average. They're average, but poor against the run. That's just what it is. Now, players, yeah, they got some good players. Um, Khalil Mack, uh, he, he's, he's Khalil Mack. He's older. He's still a stud. He's the 10th, um, rated edge player from pro football focus. And my biggest concern of this entire game is Khalil Mack versus Mike McGlinchey. That's my, that's my concern. If, if Mike can't anchor against Khalil Mack, um, you're talking about somebody that could just destroy this game. Now you could put over, uh, George Kittle, you could chip it back. You could do all those things. But if Mike McGlinchey can't hold his water against Khalil Mack, that's my number one matchup that just scares the living bejesus out of me. Um, I really don't like it. I don't like it at all. But we'll see how it goes. Derwin James, incredible. Him against Kittle. Oh, must-see TV. I love best on best. Um, that's going to be fun. Asante Samuel Jr., who a lot of us loved coming out of the draft and wanted in that second round. We ended up trading back. He got picked before we were on the clock the second time. We got Aaron Banks instead. Solid pick. Not upset about that. But Asante Samuel Jr. is playing some ball. Him against Debo. Him against Ayuk. They don't rotate their corners. Um, so the 49ers will dictate kind of who's going to be over there. 
but uh, so he's been good. He's been good. Weaknesses, man, they're bad almost everywhere else besides the people I mentioned. Kenneth Murray, uh, OU, he wasn't going to be a good pro anyway. I'm just joking. I, I do hate OU, though. Um, he's 79th out of 81 possible linebackers. That's how bad he's been. Kyle Van Noy, 100 out of 115 edge players. Joseph Day, the defensive tackle, 92nd out of 122 possible rated defensive tackles. They're bad. They're bad. And again, you know, just talking about the scheme they run, it's basically a three-four base with a with a high shell. Um, the the idea is they just they cover deep and they keep everything underneath. That's their philosophy. They don't go outside of it. They're very cookie cutter. Listen to their blitzing tendencies the last three weeks. Last week against Atlanta, eleven blitzes. Versus Seattle, eleven blitzes. Versus Denver the week before, twelve blitzes. They are not a rock the boat. They believe in their philosophy, and they're sticking to it. That's just, this is what we do. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Don't expect exotic. There shouldn't be much. And I, I think, again, back to why Jimmy Garoppolo is successful, back to why Kyle Shanahan is successful against this style of defense, they're trying to stop what we're not good at, which is throwing the ball deep. Jimmy ain't throwing the ball deep. That's not what he does. Um he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. But, 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 I do have a fun prediction at the end of this episode um, about that very thing. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Now, um, you know, it, it's it's just, their defense is just bad, guys. It's just bad. Um, now, this is a home game. I'm not going to be able to be at this game. Um, but we have a giant game coming up in the next week. That's right. We're going international, baby. The 49ers rush road trip is going to Mexico city. And I could not be more excited. Uh, details and all those things are finally completely solved, uh, for the day of the game. So let me just walk you through kind of what we're doing. If you know anybody going, tell them head to 49ersrushroadtrip.com. Um, now the, the time limit to get the rooms, that's expired. So if you didn't get a rooms with us, that's okay. We're staying at the Marriott Reforma. And what we're going to do, this is going to be awesome. We have charter buses picking us up from our hotel, the Marriott Reforma, the day of the game. They're taking us to Lomas Plaza where we're going to be having our party, unlimited drinks, unlimited food, DJs. We're going to have the World Cup game on, trivia, raffles. going to be incredible. Okay. Then we've got the charter bus taking us to the game. Then after the game, the charter bus is taking us back to the hotel. So all you got to do is get to the Marriott Reforma, and we'll take care of everything else. And guess what? When you buy your ticket, all three chartered bus rides included. Unlimited drinks and food included. Everything but the game ticket. You just got to get to the Marriott Reforma. I am so excited about this. Just look for the flags. We're going to have them up everywhere. Um so excited about this. And we got a party the night before, finalizing those details soon. Um, it, the language barrier has been tough uh, for John Chapman, but we are working through it. Excited about that. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. So if you know anybody that's going to Mexico City, uh, tell them, man, hit up 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We got the party. We want people to be safe. We want people to have a good time. We want them to be surrounded by the community, but we want to experience culture. And we want to experience Mexico City for what it is. We just want to do it together. Um, that, that's That's what all that's about. Now, let's get to the offense. I uh, love it. They're good, man. Watching the film, you watch you watch Herbert, and just so many times you're just like, ooh, ooh, that's so nice. Um, he is exactly why you drafted Trey Lance, not because Trey Lance is Herbert, no. But if you look at the body, 
the NFL body that he has, the arm that he has, all those things, they're, they're there. You just got to get it out of him. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have the experience, but he's so freaking young. Trey Lance still 22, but it shows why. Because you could run a perfect defense against Herbert and lose. That's how good he is. Now, it makes it hard when his offensive line's bad. It makes it even worse when his wide receivers are bad, which because of the injuries, that's what you're dealing with. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it, he's good, man. He's really, really good. So six in interceptions thrown, only five. Only five interceptions on the year. Tenth in touchdowns. He's got a 13-5 to five touchdown interception ratio, which is incredible. Thirteenth um, on third downs, average. Twentieth in the red zone. They struggled so bad in the red zone early in the year. And now all they do in the red zone, they give to Austin Eckler nonstop. I think he's got like 10 touchdowns in like five weeks. Like it's unreal, his numbers. Um, so that's something that's improved. Ninth in total yards, fourth in passing yards. They throw the ball like no other. Um, 13th in points. They average 30, uh, 23 points per game. 20th offensive DVOA. So they're good, but not great. And they've got two great players. That's it. Herbert and Eckler. Allen's not playing this week. I'm sticking to that. Uh, after he tweeted that out, there ain't always he's, he's played this week. No way. Weaknesses, offensive line's terrible. Um, that, that's just all there is. It's it's Bosa should be able to feast. He's played great. I think he's right at that top tier of defensive player of the year. I think him, Micah Parsons, um, and uh the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, defensive. I think those three. That, that's that's it right now. The problem with Bosa has been, and it's not really a problem, primetime games aren't his best games. Hope that changes. If he can go out and deliver, because everybody's watching this game, Sunday Night Football, all eyes on me, right? What's up, Tupac? Um, if you can go out and handle your business, I think I think we can make it work. I really, really do. Uh, defensive player of the year is right there. The contract year, go get it, man. Go get it, baby. Daryl says, JC and the family, what's up? Shout out, much love. John, do you feel we're, um, we will see more trust and more than just having two RBs, especially when we're up for – I really hope so. You know, one of my, you know, predictions of the game is Elijah Mitchell. I, I think I'm starting Elijah Mitchell and CMC at Fantasy. Um, and now, again, I'm starting Elijah Mitchell over uh, Melvin Gordon for the Denver Broncos. So I, I don't think, like – you know, Elijah Mitchell's like a top 10 fantasy player or anything this week. But I do think that he's going to have a lot of efficiency. And, yeah, I hope we run the ball till they stop us. I really, really do. And uh, we'll, we'll get into some of those. Now, tendencies for the Chargers offense, they throw the ball deep. And I would, too, if I had Herbert in that freaking arm. Uh, he's completed 14 of 35 pass attempts that travel over 20 yards deep. Uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Now... To uh, compare that, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he's thrown, he's completed five deep passes on 18 pass attempts. So they have attempted twice as many deep balls. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, zero touchdowns, one interception in that category. But again, sticking with this theme, who are the deep wide receivers he's throwing to? They haven't been playing much. Play action, 29% of their offensive plays are draw, or sorry, pass plays, uh, one third are play action. So a lot of, you know, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off screen, things like that. Um, you get those set up quite consistently, to be honest with you. Now, let, let's look at these connections. Uh, coach Cruz does a great job with this. Um, Anthony Lynn, obviously, former head coach 
um, for the Chargers. He's with us now. Diamador Lenore and Justin Herbert played at Oregon together. Joshua Palmer and Juwan Jennings, um, who, you know, both wide receivers, they played together at Tennessee. Mike Williams, Ray Ray McLeod played together at Clemson, even though Mike Williams is not going to be playing um, this week. Uh, Tillery, who just got cut, but also Drew Tranquil and Mike McGlinchey, they were together at Notre Dame. Derek Tuska and Trey Lance played together at North Dakota State, even though Trey Lance not playing this week. So it, it, it's been interesting. Like there are a lot, obviously, both California teams, um, it, it, there, there's connections. And it's fun. And I, I like the way that this is set up. Now, let's get to some of our bets of the week, baby. You know sports and you pick winners all the time. So why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds, contests, for all your sporting and betting needs anytime, anywhere. You can bet on NFL, NCAA, or this is pretty fun. I love this. You can bet for the fences um, buy on the all new money bag. So what happens is you go, it's a one of a kind type of opportunity. You just place your bet, spin the wheel and you get ready to score epic odds on teams, athletes, events, all those things. It just increases those. So it's like a bonus spin to give you even better payouts and better odds, better chances to win. All you got to do is sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or scan the QR code next to me, and you can claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a sports book. It's a community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, um, some bets of the week and looking at the polls, which I post every single bet that we do over on Patreon.com um, or Patreon.com slash 49 George Podcast. So if you want to bet with us, that's the best place. I don't want to go through all the bets on here that we're going to have. But the 49ers are a touchdown favorite, which is too much for me. It's too rich for my blood. Um, it, it just The 49ers have been too inconsistent. I don't want to risk other people's money or my money on that. And again, any bet I talk about on here that I say like, oh, I'm taking this, I put my own personal money on that. Um, you know, So take that for what you want. Over-unders at 45 and a half, one of the top five scoring prediction games of the week. It, it's one of the highest, top five game as far as just predicted scoring. Um, so they think this is going to be a fun one. Now, the two bets that I have, I'm doing a two-team teaser, which you know I love, seven-point teaser. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks um, with seven points, which they're underdogs against the Bucs. And I think the Bucs might win this game, but with the seven points added onto it, Seahawks could lose by nine points, and we still get paid. So I'm taking the Seahawks plus nine-and-a-half points, and I'm taking the 49ers. You add seven points to their seven-point favorites, Evens out. 49ers just have to win the game. Seahawks can lose by up to nine, and we get paid. Bet 10, you win seven back. And I'm also betting big on this, 49ers scoring on their first possession. Uh, bet five to win $5.80. So you can kind of see it's got uh, plus odds on that. Um, I might double down on that one and bet a little bit more. I just think they're going to come out so well. Kyle Shanahan's one of the best scripted play callers, and they usually have a lot of success on their early drives. So coming off the bye week, I like it a lot. We've made some money on that this week for sure. I mean this season so far for sure. We haven't hit everyone, but we've hit more than we've missed on that. Now, predictions to the game, okay? Keys to the game. You can't let Herbert beat you deep. You cannot. Defensively, Eckler's going to get his. You just got to keep them in front, okay? Very similar to how the 49ers played against Cooper Cup. 
Like he, he's going to get his. He's going to get his carries. He's going to get his screens. He's going to beat your zone. Just keep it short. You have to force the Chargers to have 12-plus play drives. You can't give up five, six play drives for touchdowns. You cannot do that. Defensively, just keep it in front. Number two, don't let Herbert beat you with his feet. Now, we haven't seen him, and again, going through the past three games film like I've done, you don't see him running around a lot, but he's had the rib injury. That seems to be behind him now. So they've kind of protected him and limited Herbert and who he is just so he would throw so he didn't take all those hits. Can't let him break through that pocket and get scrambling. That scares me. Uh, he's a lot more mobile than people think. So that's one thing that I just – now, one thing that I could see D'Amico Ryan's doing, very similar to what they did the Rams two weeks ago, where you say, hey, look, man, we're our pass rush, whatever, we got to stop the screen. We got to stop the screen. So if Eckler is killing us, if, if Gerald Everett is killing us with these tight end screens and all that kind of stuff, we just say, hey, we're, we're going to shut down their screen game and make them beat us deep. That's what we're going to make them do. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we mix some of that in there. Um, but just let your linebackers ball out. Trust your personnel. You don't have to blitz a lot. Because, again, if you blitz a lot, I mean, you can blitz some, but you don't want to put that stress on your safeties against this quarterback. He'll, he'll, he'll eat you alive. Just keep it back. Just keep it back. Allow your front four to get the pressure. Allow your linebackers to contain Eckler. I think that's the recipe for success for the 49ers defense. Now, on offense, every time Jimmy Garoppolo checks it down, I'm going to be the, the happiest man alive. Every check down is a huge positive. And this phrase I've used several times, Christian McCaffrey has forced not only Jimmy Garoppolo, also Kyle Shanahan, in taking what is given, which is all you got to do in today's NFL when you have these playmakers. Daniel Jeremiah, one of my favorite you know, uh, analysts and draft people out there, um, he just said, this is the greatest yards after catch skill group I have ever seen in the NFL, talking about the 49ers. And he's right. Uh, I put this poll out there today, uh, two hours ago. I said, which 49ers offensive skill player will have the best game versus Chargers? Um, and again, I put four. You can only put four on there on Twitter. I, I said, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, and Kittle. Who's going to so throw this up in the chat right now? Which one of these four skill players is going to have the best overall game versus the Chargers? Debo, CMC, Ayuk, or Kittle, in your opinion? And, you know, back to Daniel Jeremiah's comments, that's the thing. A check down is a win because the yards after catch, CMC, oh, my gosh. Debo, good Lord. Kittle, are you freaking kidding me? And then you've got the smoothest guy out there, Iceman, that just slips and slides everywhere. I, I was hanging out with a good friend, uh, Jake, who's a diehard Niners fan, listens to the show, and he was just talking about how much he loves Ayuk. I love a Brandon Ayuk because he's just so smooth and just does everything. That these are the types of things that I think sets this team apart. And so again, like it, it's just things are different. And we've never seen Debo and CMC together. Listen to Shanahan talk about how great it's going to be with these two guys working off each other. You got five guys who can touch the ball. So the more people have to worry about those five guys, the better. Um I mean, you got two guys who are a little bit interchangeable. They're different positions, but they both can play the other one's position. Um, so it just makes it a lot easier to distribute the field. It's not like Debo's going to do this for him or he's going to do that for Debo. Um, they both do it for everybody, including one another and themselves. So it just makes a little bit more space and um, makes a little bit more of a threat on whoever gets the ball in their hands.
Yeah, more space. Yeah, that's what these people need. Are you kidding me? Uh, that, that's that's crazy to me. Like things got easier. Um, they got easier. Shache says, I'm thinking CMC, but I suspect Kittle goes nuts as well. Um, yeah, he says, I don't know. I, I think I'll even out more than I think CMC and the Chargers. Now, now listen to these these results on Twitter, which I thought was crazy. Kittle only got nine percent of the vote. This is 700 votes in currently, as you know, I'm doing this live. Ayuk was third with 15% of the vote. Debo got 20% of the vote. And CMC got 56. He got 56% of the vote. This fan base has just fallen in love with this dude. Rightfully so. You traded a lot for him. Um, former offensive player of the year. He threw for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, rushed a touchdown last time we saw him. And now he's finally, you know, had a full week of practice to learn everything. Ah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So every single time there's a check down or just a simple pass, man, I'm so happy. I want more of that. Just like what we saw against the Rams. You don't have to fire it into all these contested areas. Just check down, check down, hit their simple reads. Like that's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. Now, one of the players that I think is very, very important um, is Elijah Mitchell. I think he's huge. Again, I said earlier, I'm starting him in fantasy this week. I'm starting him and CFC in fantasy this week. I, I believe that this could be one of those crazy games where they just run the ball a lot. I have Elijah Mitchell going for over 60-plus yards. And not just running the ball. Listen to Kyle Shanahan talk about Elijah Mitchell with receptions and you know, kind of replacing that Jeff Wilson role. Elijah has the capability to be just like that. Um, I think it's tough to do that when you're you don't when he's had the injuries he's had. And there's just a skill set that takes time to develop and stuff through training camp, OTAs, practice, the quarterback, the looks. Um, but even if you watch Elijah on his routes and stuff, his checkdowns, he's he's been very serviceable in the past game and serviceable is is good. Um, but I mean, the more Elijah plays and the more reps he gets and stuff, he could be very good at that. I I really do think you know ten plus touches and just be able to hit those chunks and remember. Uh, they're allowing 5.7 yards per rush attempt, the Chargers defense. You get 10 rushes against that defense, you're getting 60 yards, especially with our offense. I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Mitchell. Now, the, here's my one crazy prediction of the week, which doesn't really – I'm just going to put this out there. I think Jimmy Garoppolo gets his very first touchdown pass of the year with over 20-plus air yards. I think we're going to get one big uh, deep shot, which is the Chargers are trying to stop it. But, you know, that's their defensive scheme. But I think we'll get one. I think we can see. Who knows? Could be Danny Gray's first catch. But I, I, I just see it. I just feel it. And I, I want that Jimmy Garoppolo deep touchdown pass. I want to see it. Now, my two biggest concerns of the game, I've already mentioned number one, is Mike McGlinchey versus Khalil Mack. That's my number one concern. You cannot allow one person to wreck your entire offensive plan. McGlinchey killed two scoring drives the last time we saw him play. Uh, he's got to step up his game. And then the second one is turnovers. Again, checkdowns are a good thing. Checkdowns are a good thing. You cannot turn the ball over and allow bad – Chargers aren't a bad team, but they're not as good as the 49ers. And we've seen this. Do not allow a bad team to stick around. The Chargers aren't a bad team, but they're bad compared to you. They're bad compared to you. They're bad compared to you. So you one of those things can happen. You lose the turnover battle – or McGlinchey can ruin a couple drives. Can't have both. Can't have both and win this game. 
That's my two things. McGlinchey versus Khalil Mack and turnovers. You can you can have one of those and lose one of those. Can't lose both. Um, 49ers just too good to lose this. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, and and I, I think this game's going to go well. I've got the 49ers winning 27 to 17. I got a cover in the spread, but I'm not betting it. This team is better than the Chargers. The coaching staff is better than the Chargers coaching staff. They're better everywhere except for one spot. That's the quarterback position. Justin Herbert's going to have to ball out in order for this to be a game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, we've got a lot more content coming this week, and again, as soon as the game's over, we'll be live here on this channel. Then we've got our Zoom hangout after that. So we got you. I'm so excited about this game coming off the bye week. I'm more pumped up than I usually am. Got coffee flowing through my veins, and I do want to say I think I, I missed this earlier. Happy Veterans Day to all those that have served. Thank you for your sacrifice, uh, your family sacrifice. I uh, really appreciate all those that have served and you know fought for this. I, I freaking love it, man. Uh, great people out there. A lot of my family members reached out to them this morning, former teachers, coaches, friends. Um, reach out. Uh, and Regardless of political views, all that stuff, doesn't really matter. What does matter is that people did sacrifice uh, their time and a lot of different things uh, for, for our own well-being. So I'm thankful for that. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. And until next time. Stay strong, faithful. Oh, got to fight. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.